0: Hello everyone, I am Karen and in a few minutes you're going to meet my pal Christy and we are the modern principal. We are two elementary principals on a quest to redefine the role of leadership in schools and we use our voice to steer the next generation of leaders in education, regardless of your role. Each week, we take on a real-life scenario, and this week, we're tackling one all the way from the beautiful state of Hawaii about how we introduce ourselves to new staff. We're going to tackle this through three lenses, so stay tuned for more. Thanks for joining us. Hey. Hi. Good morning, Christy. Good morning, Karen. Hi, you're not Karen. looking at me. Karen's making us do this new thing. <laughs> so, we didn't really move. So, we're in our potting studio. In my wet basement that uh-huh. has water the, in it. There might be a lot of um, soggy footsteps to get here. And we didn't move the table or anything. I just adjusted our chairs so we're kind of staring at each other. But... She saw some potters on YouTube and now she wants us to look at each I other's feel eyes. Like that would help us when we're talking so we're not just staring <laughs> at the wall. But Christy will not look at me. I don't like that vulnerability. I mean, it's just my face. Um, I think you should tell everyone about a conversation you had this week about learning how to relax.
1: Yes. um, It was really, this is fitting
0: to the fact you won't look at me right now. Yes,
1: so today's the first official day of summer, and I had a therapy appointment yesterday, and the whole agenda was to talk about how to rest. How to rest. (laughs) She spent
0: an hour hmm Yeah. And what were some of your takeaways? Well, some... I am
1: allowed to structure rest, and you have to practice rest. It might feel uncomfortable at first, but you'll get better at it the more you practice it. How do you practice it? By sitting through the uncomfortableness, so you the don't... discomfort. So you don't like to just, like, be lazy and slothy? No, mm. I don't. That's a strength of mine. Mm-hmm. My worth <laughs> my worth comes from productivity, which is another session that we'll oh, talk about. <laughs> okay. We'll save it. Book, mark, it. That's what I was like, I know this about myself, but let's save this for another let's session. Put pin. Let's put a pin. Take in that, that. Write it down and <laughs> bring it back up another time.
0: Oh yes. Oh, therapy. What would we do without it? All right. So this week, um Christy and I are both starting summer vacay. Yep. And um so we are still on Well, I think every principal's trying to get rest, structured or
1: unstructured. Yeah, I've heard more principals putting on their autoresponders this year than like have ever ever done it. You did for the first time. I did for the first
0: yeah. Yeah, I felt really good. (laughs) I do love those memes that are like people who put autoresponders from other countries. Yeah. And it's (laughs) like, I will not respond. And then millennials in America like, Okay, I'm trying to like I just got
1: my kidney removed, but I will text back here in one minute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: That was not mine. No, yours probably was closer to that. I did give
1: options if they really needed someone.
0: (laughs) Okay, so we're still on planning for next year, and we got this scenario. And it just spoke to both of us um, pretty well because Ginny from Hawaii Um, said she was currently in a paralyzed state of not knowing what to do, and we've both been there, so we relate, Jenny.
1: So Jenny says, how did you introduce yourself to your staff and get to know them? I'm starting my first year as a principal at a new high school. I've loaded up my June reading list, and I'm tackling my first email with my new staff. I'm caught between I know exactly how I will take my first steps and a completely paralyzed state, (laughs) help.
0: Been there, done that. (laughs) So we tackle it through three different lenses. Scholar systems and soul. So, so Christy, what do you what did you think? I felt like this is kind of broad, but we took it more on the lens of like the introducing yourself to staff.
1: Piece. Yeah, like, yeah. We we really focused on that one piece, and um, what's interesting is that a lot of this scholarly work, when they talk about introductions, um, is really all about telling a story and um there is a guy that i found and he is a business consultant his name is zach mercurio and i really liked one of the quotes it was like a little paragraph that he wrote about introducing yourself and it said the problem is that if you remove your name from your list of facts you could be anyone and so i thought that that was really powerful that it's not going to be enough for you to just introduce yourself with your list of accomplishments or your list of roles that you've had and we talk about that a lot too Mm -hmm. in our interview session that people come in and they answer that first question of tell us about yourself. And they literally just list dates and positions. Mm -hmm. And people want to know more. Um, Zach says too that people really want to know who you are, what your story is, and if they can trust you.
0: Yeah, that's really good. And I think that I know that some of us, especially women leaders, maybe leave off some of those resume things. Also, they just start with the heart. I think Maybe that's a stereotype, so sorry, women leaders. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's a, it's hard to strike that balance. But I think it's important to do both. Yes. You talk about when your letter, because you just had to send something to your new staff. I
1: did, and I'm kind of wishing that maybe I would have recorded this pod beforehand. Um, I think I tried to strike a balance between like the personal and the professional side yeah. of things. Um, I think one thing that I did like that I did was. I formatted it like into a, a proper letter to staff, uh-huh. um, rather than just putting it in an email. I do wish I would have maybe told more of a story, but um, I do think I had the personal and the professional. We can probably share that. I can. Yeah, it's a cute
0: template, of course, because everything Christy does is on a cute template. I try, but I I liked it. She sent it to me to proofread and I use that in air quotes because nothing about me is a better proofreader than Christy <laughs> but it was really good I thought it had a nice balance of yeah, here are my professional can, accomplishments and here's my personal yeah we can probably just put it as an Instagram post I mean I don't know how to use story notes but I hear people do we on their pods I don't know how to do that I don't even know what it means I don't even know if that's like where
1: even is that I don't know someone someone help us does I mean, anyone
0: want to work for free I need a summer
1: <laughs> <intern>. <laughs> because we make zero dollars let so. me know <laughs> um, yeah we need summer we need a summer
0: intern <laughs> If you're trying to get, like, a graduate degree in principle, you could probably count this for hours. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to sign off that it's, like, ethical, but whatever. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think there are a million ways you can go. My soul, kind of, the first thing I thought of is, like, silence also tells a story. I love that. So, the worst thing you can do is stay in that paralyzed state and not introduce yourself. If staff know who you are by an email from central office or a quick after-school meeting that they, that's what, that's how it happened to me, they walk you in, you wave, and then they walk you out. Yep, yep. Um, then everyone's going to start connecting based on that two-second interaction with you, what they think of you. So start telling them your story. Be in charge of that. I think in my first principalship, I
1: I stayed too long in that paralyzed state. And like I didn't, not that we own our buildings, but I didn't own the fact that I was going to be the principal soon enough and, oh, and take that ownership. I think I stayed on the sidelines too much and probably had way too much silence, particularly mm. in those first few months with families and staff um, and didn't share me and didn't share my story enough. So I think that you're absolutely right that the silence also tells a story.
0: Yeah. But I think like I'll caution on that too, that like there is a balance, um, true. because there is a history that was before you and you don't want to come in and say, this is now me, this is now mine. Like you true. just have to be really careful of yeah, that line that's because true too. the staff and the families and the community some of, I mean, some parents have gone to that. School. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they've been the there for 30 and 40 years in a history with right. that building. And yeah. it has its own story already. Yes. And so you need to get to know your building story too. And, and very See true. how your story fits with it. Very true. And
1: one way we have both tried to do that is through one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was always a part of... We talk about those a lot. We do talk about it a lot.
0: overemphasize um, the value.
1: But that was a part of my letter was like I linked the schedule to the one-on-ones or small group meetings. Um, and I put I included the questions that we would be talking about or options to talk about um, in my
0: introduction letter. Yeah, I think that's really smart. I also, um, Christy and I both, we just got off a conference, um, and one of the days talked a lot about culturally responsive teaching. And I think um, a a big part of what was emphasized is allowing space for everyone to share their stories. Um, And one of the activities they did was, I'm talking about the power of your own name. Mm -hmm. And um, there were like five different questions, and everybody, and this would be, I did this with my leadership team last year. Um, because we'd heard it somewhere else too. And then we, um, I'm going to do it with my staff this year too, but you start by just thinking about your own name and how you've experienced it. Um, where, where the origin of your name came from,
1: what you prefer to be called. Yep. And then also how you believe other people have experienced your name.
0: Yes. And, and as a name of Karen, I had a lot of experiences (laughs) of with my name. Um, but it was really powerful. It was a great team builder even for my leadership team last year because we got to hear stories about each other that after working for seven years, I didn't know. That's good. It and, just... and it
1: goes back to that story piece. Like, I've done that activity now a few times, and I still remember all the stories mm-hmm. that each person shared, even if I don't even know the person. Like, we were randomly grouped together. Right. And so I think that that goes back to that story piece, um, that stories, yeah. they bring out that authentic emotion and...
0: And there's a lot of different things you can do like that besides that name activity, like Google identity mapping or Mm. heart mapping. A lot of these you can do in your classroom. Um, There's a lot of student picture books that go along with names. The name jar is just one that sticks out. Yeah. My name is a song is another one. They're great books to use. But I think it also, what it does is it shows staff that you value their story. Like Yep sometimes we feel really hurried, especially as a new principal, to start (laughs) jumping into the business of like, okay, this is our handbook. This is our um, schedule. This is how, this is what expectations look like for teaching. And if you give intentional space at the start to like listen to the stories other people bring, listen to their backgrounds, I think that will show one of your values.
1: And I think this goes back to the systems too, is that thinking about how you're going to scaffold information about you and your staff over the course of time and being really intentional because it's going to be more than just this initial email introduction. It's going to be more than just when the superintendent introduces you at the staff meeting. And so be thinking about, okay, I'm, When I send out this email with the master schedule in it, how else am I sharing about me and my values? Um, At the first back-to-school meeting with staff, how are you building in these opportunities for staff to get to know you and for you to get to know them? And then how are you going to do it throughout
0: the year? You have to be thinking about it intentionally. Yes, and I think making sure it's not that one-sided connection where it's just about you and what you're giving staff in terms of about you. And it's about creating that space for everyone to bring their values, their, their beliefs. I think I shared this in a breakout room at a workshop we were at and no one thought it was really smart, but I thought it was (laughs) Let's Um, make sure our listeners give you some positive feedback. So I, I think that sometimes we think of culture, like what Christy was saying is like, it's the first 20 days or whatever, but it's really, it's like an ecosystem is what I said. And like, Oh, that is really smart. Sure. I read it somewhere. It is not mine. But I thought it was a good analysis. It of is. Like if you aren't paying attention to what's under a rock or what mm. new things came into your ecosystem. That um metaphor. So you have to you have to pay attention to that culture. And one way to do that is to show you value the relationships. Everybody says relationships, but actions speak about your relationships. So you always say this one line
1: all the time. And I don't know if you had a mentor. Where's my coffee? coffee? No. (laughs) No, it's about how long you have to get to know people in your building.
0: It was my mentor, my first year, that shared this with me. She said, um, you know, don't be Don't be too proud. Like, if you need to write down the names of people's staffs and, I mean, maybe not in front of their face. Like, their spouses and stuff. Their spouses, their kids, their dogs, their parents. Like, so that you remember them. Really, you can't ask someone in year three. What's, what's your it? husband's name again? Yeah. I have I actually, one year to learn all of that. I
1: actually did this, and I'm not embarrassed, but, like, during my one-on-ones, I had a page in my transition binder that I created for every staff member and took notes, and they'd be like, yeah, my husband, blah, 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 and I'd be like, oh, well, what's your husband's name? And I would write it down right then and there, mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have any qualms about that because I do want to know them, and I want to be able to reference the people in their lives. Yeah,
0: I remember Christine. and I both had a professor um in our grad school, and he was so so good about names. Oh my gosh, he knew every single staff member's name in his entire
1: district. But
0: just the fact that, like, as when, a soup, yep. Yeah. And when you said it, your name, you could see him like visibly pause, reflect, and like put it in his mind, and that just made your value and worth feel yes. Instantly better because you knew he was
1: valuing and stuff. He was actually my mom's superintendent, and we were going through some old things, and there was a card from him congratulating her on the birth of my sister. Like Aww. in some of the
0: old stuff, Aww. like he, what a thoughtful human. Yes. Anyways, that's I think really what we've shared so far is just pure wisdom. Pure. Sometimes wisdom. I struggle with segues, like back to the. So <laughs> I was just gonna. I'll just say that, like whatever. Yep. I think the last just, thing.
1: I think the last thing, too, is don't underestimate. I mean, I know we're currently in COVID times, but I don't underestimate the power of getting people together, non, like, (laughs) worky. Yes. Yeah, that's
0: really true. Well, and the other thing is, like, it's important to think about, I think that you do this really well, of, like, what is the you that you want to share? Like, to be authentic, spend some time really reflecting on, like, what, who are you going to be for your staff?
1: Yeah. And that's hard. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's so many ways you can go.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I just, yeah, I think like, and I don't mean like craft a new version of yourself, but especially if you're young, like Christy and I both were younger leaders. Yep. I don't think I had my... We're not anymore though. Well, uh, we know I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think I had my full, like, who am I as a human figured out at 31.
1: No, I did not. And... I mean, I still
0: don't clearly, but...
1: No, but you, especially it comes with the role yes. and determining, you know, you, you react to certain situations and you reflect and you're like, that is not the way I want to yes. to react. That is not the type of leader I want to be. Um. So it is, it's hard to kind of know if this is your first principalship, mm-hmm. exactly the type of leader that you are and want to be.
0: Oh, I was going to say something about your binder, but then we got... Off track, yeah. It was a really good, why do you, you see, this is why you need to look at I don't me. like looking at you, <laughs> like, we're so close right now. It doesn't bother <laughs> me at all. Even though I hate touching, like, this is, for some reason, not bothering me. But if my husband touches me in my sleep, I will rage. Um. So, one thing I was, I was trying this after, we did a pod last week about, like, two-way feedback and being mm-hmm. more intentional about all of our teachers, not just our new teachers. And so, this week, I started actually kind of writing out, what I knew they wanted to grow in. Mm-hmm. Like, I started, like, kind of making a notebook about all my staff, kind oh, of like what you said. that's a good idea. And, like, different things that they've spoken to me about over the years. Like, I just kind of thought about each staff member for a couple minutes. Is that weird? No, I think that's wonderful. So then I kind of wrote down, like, oh, I know that she really wants to work on writing and instruction, and she's talked to me about worrying about her high achievers, and mm-hmm. so I just kind of wrote all that, all those things down. Like, I think you can never be too intentional about how you think about your teachers. Nope. I 100% agree. Anyway, so the, I was just pointing out that I did something that we asked our listeners to do <laughs> last week. So you're welcome. And so we're going to ask accountability you to do again this week. <laughs> so our do something this week is just going back to like thinking about silence is also speaking. So just do something. Yeah. Anything. Send, Send a letter, schedule
1: yep. a barbecue, just do something. Even if you are not brand new to your building there are ways that you can set yourself up for success your school up for success um right now by almost reintroducing and getting people excited
0: about the year absolutely absolutely all right. Is all that right. all we got? That's
1: all we got today. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Receive them as soon as they drop. Um, if you like what you hear, go ahead and give us a five-star rating or whatever rating you deserve. But if it is less than five stars, we do appreciate
0: direct feedback. Yeah. Even, uh, that, even that four is a little hard to see. <laughs> so it's cool. We're working on it, guys. That's why we're facing each other this yes, week. Yes. Yes. Follow us on Instagram with The Modern
1: Principal, and you can find more resources and uh, courses at the themodernprincipal.com.